is Shell Sorrow, and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Welcome back to Fire and Soul. This is a really powerful message for you today. Belinda Womack has been at the top of my dream guest list ever since I discovered her or the angels guided me to her back in October of 2021 when it was it was part of the hardest period of my awakening journey. It's when things were really dark and really scary and I was pretty much hopeless. Nothing was funny or fun at all. <laughs> and I know many of you can relate or might even be there right now. And so the timing uh, for me to discover her gave me such comfort and peace and relief. And for the first time ever, a sense of hope, not only for myself, but for the collective for humanity. Because at the end of the day, what Belinda really teaches as she channels the 12 archangels is that heaven on earth can exist in the present moment. And what do we talk about here so much is that our true freedom resides only in the present moment. Nothing else exists. And I know it's not always easy to remember that, but it is the truth. So whether you want to call it heaven on earth or freedom, it's all up to you, right? But it really exists in this present moment and it, it is so easily accessible for us. And so this is going to be a very potent conversation that I'm so excited to share with you. And uh, before I open it up, I want to give a little bit of context as well around the divine intervention. So not only uh, will there be, you know, little bits of divine intervention uh, for you in your life that you will pick up on that are so specific for you uh, and whatever you are going through in your journey, but there was also a very specific divine intervention for me. So I knew that by the end of the conversation, I would ask Belinda if the archangels did have a message for me, right? Why wouldn't I uh, take that opportunity and see if there was something to be shared? Well, about halfway through the conversation, it turns out that there were some messages for me. But the reason why I kept them in uh, for you is because I know we're on a very similar journey. I know because so many of you message me all the time and say, Michelle, when you share openly or honestly or vulnerably or when you you just let it be so real. I feel seen. I feel understood. I know I'm not alone. And so because I've heard so much of that, and because this podcast, our sacred sanctuary has grown yet another 30% just in the past two weeks, I know that whatever needed to be shared with me from the archangels would also be available and resonant and in alignment for whomever is listening that is open to receiving that. So there it is. So halfway through the conversation, I ask a couple questions for the archangels and what comes through and things I wasn't asking that came through really helped me to crystallize and refine something that felt a little bit off lately. And where did it, where did it feel off in my body? My energy wasn't smoothed out. It just kind of felt like it was like a disharmony 
And our body never lies. That's always like the most perfect place for us to just see as the barometer for are we on the most aligned path, right? Not a right path, wrong path, but just most aligned for this moment in our journey. And expansive, contractive. We talk about that a lot here. And something felt really, it just felt contracted these past many weeks around the term sovereignty. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about it. And it doesn't mean that it's still not there in my field of awareness. But when sovereignty came into my consciousness back in September and October, it was at a time where I needed that. And I needed it in the way in which I've kind of felt it all these months later, which is almost like effort or a command and sometimes even a demand. And that's a nuance. It's multifaceted, but some of you are going to completely get that. But as I've evolved and trusted and really cultivated this really strong faith that I'm so guided and loved and protected and supported at all times for the highest and best for my journey, right? And then to get on the mic and to share with you and, you know, anything that comes through is, I'm hoping, helpful and valuable for you as well. So we've evolved and we are strengthened and fortified at this point. And what's been coming through lately is it doesn't feel like it has that energy of like reclaiming sovereignty. Instead, it's felt more like a softening and or surrendering, surrendering to what's inherently already present. Our undiluted connection with divine love, source, consciousness, oneness. And so as I sat with that, I was just like, huh, I wonder, uh, I wonder what this is for me, <laughs> but I didn't do anything about it because, because it was like, oh, you're already on this train and you're going to launch a mastermind called Sovereign Circle and just go with it. Right. And the whole podcast is around reclaiming sovereignty. Your spring ceremonies have been awakening and anchoring sovereignty. And, and again, the body just wasn't lying, but so it's just so interesting that right before the day before my spring ceremonies that I then postponed because of this conversation and the divine intervention that was so transformational for me. And while you listen, you may not pick up on that transmission for yourself, but it was really poignant for me. So anyway, what came through was it's not Sovereign Circle, this paid mastermind, the first one that I'm rolling out in over two years. It's how I started my coaching uh, business back in early 2018. I love masterminds, but then I retired it and was just going strictly into business masterminds, you know, and business programs. But this whole awakening journey has felt like a deep calling to return home. And especially because I'm longing for community and my guess is a lot of people that I know um, and or don't know or even who listen to the show like you are also longing for um, real community and a strengthening in being together on a journey, right? While working on our own key core concepts uh, to transform. And so Sovereign Circle, I had worked on this website for about 50, 60 hours and had my copywriter on it and, you know, and my team and, and it just wasn't quite in harmony with me. Then the archangels have a message. And again, this is just the way that I heard it. And it was like this permission slip to just pause, take a breath, 
take all the time that I need and just come back to the creative drawing board a few days after I really sat with it to make sure it was really real. And I was like, you know what? It's not going to be called Sovereign Circle. I'm actually going to call my three-month mastermind, so it'll be four-year Soul Circle. That's it. And I know I talked about Soul Circles as the name of the overall organization, but everything feels so fluid right now. And Soul Circle, it's like, it's the vibration of love and joy and it feels so expansive and by the way when you are dancing in that frequency it's so infinite for possibilities and potential that whether you're working on business career or abundance or health right or relationships everything starts to clarify and you feel so much inner spaciousness and you know what to do and it's easy to do it. There's no efforting almost required because you're in such harmony and alignment with your soul, soul circle. And then circle, oh my gosh, just being in this beautiful, united, whole together energy. So yeah, this is what's available. <laughs> so that got shifted because of this conversation. And so if that spoke to you at all, I want to invite you to join Soul Circle. We kick off on June 6th. So we're going to meet every Monday night for 12 weeks, three months at a time. And it's 5 to 6.30 p.m. Pacific. We're going to have a musical artist. We're going to have guest facilitators. There will be exercises and journal prompts. And it's three phases. It's going to be so well curated, my friends. Foundation phase one, integration phase two, transformation phase three. And you're going to be guided of how to get clarity around a core concept around an identity that no longer serves or a pressure paradigm that you'd like to let go of or whatever it might be. We're going to really get present to that and be with it and, and embrace it all in phase one of foundation. Learn how to integrate it into who we be and weave it into the structure of your daily life for tangible results and accountability right? And especially amongst this beautiful community uh, that will be magnetized to the mastermind known as Soul Circle. And then we're going to be liberated in the transformational aspect of feeling so fucking free in the third month. And what's beautiful, because I've experienced this in the past, is that a lot of people stay mastermind over mastermind over mastermind. By no means would you ever need to, but you can. So then the next time, right, that you join, in three months from now, you work on a new core concept because I believe in baby steps. Baby steps are monumental steps in the tapestry of life. It can feel so overwhelming to try to do it all at once, right? So instead, it's just like baby steps, one core concept that you would just be so fulfilled by having transformed that area through joy, through love, through grace. And that's the frequency of Soul Circle. So if this speaks to you, and by the way, I've made it so insanely affordable for you to join, um, I want you to head on over to this website right now, michelle-sorrow slash Soul Circle. I'll say it again, hit pause and head on over there right now. Now and join us. We kick off June 6th, Monday night, 5 p.m. Pacific. All calls are recorded. We'll have a member portal and a group and everything like that to connect in between. Um, Michelle-Sorrow slash Soul Circle. I'm so excited about this, my friends. 
everything brought us to this moment, including this conversation with Belinda Womack. So this powerful message for you, my friends, please know, even if you're the most skeptical about angels, like I once was, they have a message for you today. And they are always by your side, waiting to guide, help, and yes, intervene when necessary. This is going to be it's going to feel personal to you. It's going to feel universal in so many ways. In this conversation, you're going to learn how to call on the 12 archangels. You're going to learn who they are, where they come from, and how they communicate with us. Uh, you're going to for sure gain hope from the archangels and get the clarity and peace of mind that I know you need in whatever area of your life you need it most. Belinda, my friends, is so extraordinary. What a beautiful, pure soul. Belinda Womack is a spiritual counselor and messenger, teacher and author of my favorite book right now, Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. She's also a regular contributor to the Ohm Times Magazine. And what I love about her story, talk about letting go of skepticism and living in this new earth frequency known as schoolroom earth in this infinite timeline. Oh, can you tell I'm so excited? Um, She's a scientist by training, a dual master's in microbiology and environmental science. And at 28 years old, in her Saturn return, Archangel Gabriel came to visit her in a science lab. He came up calling and he said, it's time for you to fulfill your purpose. It's been almost 30 years. I'm getting the chills up and down my legs right now because I know the angels are with us. She answered that call to help us, to help you, to help me, to help humanity. Remember that we can experience heaven on earth right here and right now if we choose. So this is available for you, my friends. Please listen all the way through. It's a beautiful, powerful, heartfelt message from me to you, from the angels to you, from Belinda and the angels to you, and to all of humanity. Love you so much, beautiful fire and soul. Please enjoy this gorgeous conversation. A really big day for the fire and soul community. I've been talking about Belinda Womack for many, many, many months now since October, and I couldn't be more thrilled and honored that you are here. Welcome to Fire and Soul, Belinda. Thank you for having me today. Ah, oh, it's such an honor to have you here. Before we dive into some of the stuff around Archangels and the getting my uh, Fire and Soul community more aware of really who the 12 Archangels are and where they come from and what their purpose is, I'd love to know what's personally lighting you up this most. What's lighting Belinda up? I love to learn, Michelle, and I'm constantly learning from the 12 archangels and all of the guides in heaven. And I, you know, this has been my life for 30 years now. And it may seem very simple, uh, but to my, the part of my brain that is a scientist's brain, it has taken a long time for me to finally get the angel's message is do what makes you happy. If you do what makes you happy, it helps prosperity to come and good health to come. And it helps our egos to surrender to our souls. Mm. It helps us to just really hear that divine inner child that lives within us that wants to solve all the problems and make life simple. Wouldn't a simple mm -hmm. life be helpful? So that is my greatest, like, wow, I am so excited about this. I finally get it. Do what makes me happy. And I want to share uh, that with everyone. 
do what makes you happy. And if you don't know what that is, you have to feel it in your body. It's not something that you're going to know in your head. The best thing to do is like, go take a walk, be really empty, you know, focus on your feet hitting the pavement or the ground, and then just hold that question, you know, does this make me happy? Does that make me happy? And if you feel expanded and you have that euphoria fill your heart, then that's your yes. And if there's any wobble, any contraction, then you're not sure. Mm. So your, your soul through your confirmation of your physical body, which cannot lie, and through, and through your team of angels, you probably need to do some tweaking on that happiness. You're not quite there yet, as you would say. You're not quite into that sovereignty quite yet. So <laughs> there you go. I love it. Well, then, is it fair to assume that Belinda is in her happy place because she's here helping us, growing us, learning more with us? I am most of the time happy. I mm -hmm. really am. What doesn't make me happy that I finally had to surrender to is, is falling into the dramas, the heavy dramas of other people. Because... Mm -hmm. I've had to learn, and you would think, gosh, it took you this long to learn this. I've really had to learn, Michelle, that some human beings love their dramas. Mm -hmm. And they really are, get your paws off my drama, Belinda. I want my drama. And I'm yeah. like, but you don't have to have it. Here, let me help you solve this problem because it's so simple. That's the way the mm -hmm. angels do things is they like to solve problems and and raise our vibration and help us to receive more heaven mm. by the minute, by the hour. And I've had to really surrender that mm. there are probably lots and lots of people out there that are entertained by their dramas. Mm. And I have to learn to let them be happy in their misery. Ooh, so good. Oh, that's really good. Okay. Before I got, I go into the 12 archangels, I just have to piggyback on something here that came through, which was, you know, what's playing out in the world that I know you get asked about a lot and we can't foresee the future. And in fact, the way that I understand the way that you've had so many conversations, especially with Michael Sandler, whom I also love, um, is that being the present moment, experience heaven on earth right now, and everything else will just work itself out in that divine order. But knowing that so much of us humans are really ramped up right now, activated, triggered more so maybe than ever, or is that true? Because what I'm starting to see, and I'm just curious if you're seeing the same or if the angels are, is that within that happy in my drama, whatever's playing out on the macro is a direct reflection of what is happening on the inner that is an opportunity to be loved to be healed, to be held in compassion. Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense, Michelle. Every human being, the, the human being, the ego, the personality is a creation of the soul. And every human being is learning different set of lessons here on Schoolroom Earth. The angels call Earth a schoolroom. And what we have to understand is that many of us because this is the vibration where we live, 
are wanting more heaven. That's what we want. We want to step into love. We want to be embraced by oneness. We want to understand well, what is God, right? Mm -hmm. God is undiluted love. But there are masses of human beings that that's not where they're at. Mm -hmm. They are still very much in their ego, still very caught in separation. Some people call it duality, but the angels call it separation between the ego and the soul, which is a vibrational difference. There are lots of people that still love fear and are still entertained by it. And, and that's where they are. So mm. the way the angels put it is that, and, and they're not into hierarchy at all, but they do say that on school remark, there's a bit of a vibrational hierarchy or pyramid in that those of us who are focused on love, we want to be flowing fountains of love, we get that energy, we wanna be in that vibration, we are going to live very much in heaven or, or have more heaven in our everyday lives. But those of us in the human collective that are very attached to fear and are learning from fear, that's still where they are, they're going to experience hell, meaning mm. suffering and violence and brutality. They may not know that that's what they have signed up to experience. So if we take judgment out of it, what we can do, those of us who understand that love is the greatest healing power in the universe, we can keep focused on love, right? And keep bringing it in to self where it's missing and then send it out to all those people who are still living in fear, caught in fear, still in the power game of who's better and who's not as good and all of that, you know, stuff that Michelle has passed, passed on to her past. When we accept that, then we don't have to feel so sad or empty and depressed because these are days and years of powerful transformation for schoolroom earth and for all of divine oneness that is learning through us. What am I saying? Let me just be concise and, and just say, you know, we need to focus on the work that we need to focus on and understand that not everybody wants that same job title. Mm. Have, I, have I made sense? Yes. And I have a follow-up question if it's okay. Um, what if you do believe or know that souls sign up for a particular assignment that we want to learn in Schoolroom Earth as humans, and then you kind of have an awakening, let's just say, to whatever degree and whatever you know, however you want to interpret that. Is there a possibility of saying, okay, thank you for those lessons that I was learning from the master fear. I would now like to learn through undiluted love. Can you make a shift in your own life if maybe let's say 30, 40 years have gone by and it's been most, you're, you've learned mostly through fear, but now you're like, I don't want that anymore. Of course, of course, we can learn through fear. 
Of I just made a mistake there. I said, of course, we can learn through fear. What I want to say is, it's much easier to learn through love. It's much, much yeah. easier. Because, but it's all about vibration. And it means that we have to really keep our minds um, focused on the here and now. We've got to let the old male and the old female, the archetypes of fear, we have to get them out of our brains and beings whenever we catch them. So mm -hmm. just real quick, the old male is judging thoughts, controlling thoughts. I'm not good enough thoughts. The old female is victim consciousness. She loves to pull us into our past and show us how we were victimized and how we're powerless. We have to recognize them and move them out of our awareness and refocus on love and happiness and joy and compassion, those wonderful attributes of the greatest power that is, which is love. When we do that and we keep our vibration up, then we get things quicker than, you know, Google can answer a question. We really figure out things very fast because it becomes, you know, instantaneous. Our questions are answered instantly. We know where to put our right foot, where to put our left foot. Mm -hmm. Fear will still be around and fear will still be a, a teacher, but we can grow to the place where fear doesn't have to be the headmaster of the school that we are in. Mm. Fear is there through our own shadow to say, well, what about this? You mm. haven't transformed this yet, you know, <laughs> or you know, how, are, you, are you paying attention to how you feel? Don't ignore that anxiety because if you ignore it, it's just gonna grow. Right. The human collective does feel what all are feeling. If there's a war on school rumor or yeah. violence on school rumor, wherever it is, we all feel it. But mm -hmm. what some of us can do is we can really focus on the power of love, mm -hmm. which helps to transform the fear instead of falling down into the drama, leaking our energy all over the place. It's just like the angels say, it's just like pulling money out of your wallet. Just throw your credit cards down the toilet and flush it. That's what giving our energy over to fear is going to do for us. It's much easier, much, much easier. But so many people don't understand that yet, Michelle. They, they, they're just not there yet. You know, mm. they're caught up in the in the daily struggle of mm. poor me. And of course, I'm afraid. I don't know if I'm, you know, going to have my job tomorrow. So that's yes. why we're here, right? Having this conversation to every chance we get to remind people, plug into source, whatever you want to call God, creator, divine oneness, the great universe, love, plug mm. in, life gets better. As soon as you do that and every time you do that every single time it gets better ah oh, so good thank you thank you thank you yes yes let's talk about the 12 archangels for those who listen that maybe aren't aware where they come from and how they communicate with us in schoolroom earth we have already been speaking through Belinda and most likely you have been feeling us. 
We are a group of 12 and our number is symbolic. It represents evolution. We exist and it is our passion to help human beings attending schoolroom earth to evolve. What does that mean? To rise in vibration by choosing love, by being here and now, saying no to fear, and going to Mother, Father, God, Divine Source for everything that you need. You can call on us at any hour, any minute, any day. We exist all over the earth. We flow through the trees, through the water, through the air, mm -hmm. through all of the energy, because we come from the central sun. We exist to help you, human being. We want to support you in saying, no, I've had enough of suffering. I've had enough of sacrifice. I've had enough of unhappiness. For when we can gently with love persuade you to make new choices, we reach the entire human body as one being, the entire collective. And this is our journey. This is our work. And this is our joy. We are the 12 archangels of the central sun reminding you that you are one of us and we all belong to the central sun. We are all part of divine oneness. Take our hands. Let us teach you truth and trust, compassion. Let us help you to receive. We know how. Yes, we do. Just take our hands. Thank you. Thank you, angels. Thank you, Melinda. They said the word exist three times, that they exist to help us. I've never heard them mm. phrase it like that. So they're really mm. trying to make a point. It, because the way the angels communicate is there's always other messages with the messages that they give. And what I hear from them, Michelle, is they're saying to us, we know that right now it's hard to even exist on earth, mm. that it feels like, how am I even going to survive? How am I going to survive vibrationally? How am I going to survive the toxicity? How am I going to survive emotionally? And they're saying that they are here with us. We may not recognize them. We may not necessarily see them with our eyes open because that would totally freak us out but that doesn't mean that they're not here mm -hmm. existing with us transforming existence into truly living mm -hmm. and thriving mm -hmm. and see vibrationally that's what they can do they are mentors of school rumor they help create school rumor one of the 12 archangels is Archangel Gaia. She happens to be Earth. That's why when they say we know a thing or two about 
how to help you. They really do. Thank you, Belinda. You know, I'm not surprised that the term exist came up three different times while you were channeling because I didn't know that they existed until I had an exact experience that you showed me how to ask for back in October when I discovered you on YouTube. And thank God for YouTube and this free content that I decided to plug into instead of all the nonsense that, you know, was just making me more fear-based. But I remember you talking about how we can ask for signs and evidence. And, and I did. And I, I said, okay, if you're here, if your presence is with me, if this is really true and you exist, I would like, and I was specific, like you said, I'd like that corner of that wall to like make a pop sound. And about five seconds later, pop. it's like, okay, okay. And then I just felt like I was washed over with all this love that was so gentle and it was um, nebulous in nature. There was no way to really describe it other than then I went to the restroom, just go and pee, just say it. And I was held in that moment by what felt like the actual embrace of angels. And so for me, that was the moment that angels really existed in my life. And then now it's just been this really fun treasure hunt of just looking for all the ways in which they're communicating. But for those who are new to this concept and would like to have that comfort that I don't always remember to ask for, which I know is on me, um, what are some easy, simple steps to just begin to ask for evidence or start to play in that communication so that we can feel less alone in this time? One of the most important things for a human being to understand is that you're never alone. Mm. If you come to Schoolroom Earth, you come to Schoolroom Earth with legions of angels, guardian angels, archangels, that just it's just a little bit of a tweak in job title. The difference is, is that archangels often help healers and spiritual teachers or um, healers of the physical body because those healers are called to help build build bridges between the ego and the heart or the ego and the soul and so mm. the arc in archangel actually means build a bridge you know mm. it's not about hierarchy right so it's important to understand that you're never ever alone mm. and your primary source of protection and resources and answer to your prayers and miracle production is your own soul. Mm. Your soul is made of pure undiluted love and it comes from the central soul or central sun. There's been lots of confusion on schoolroom earth of what's an ego, what's a soul, and the angels make it very simple. Your soul is the bigger part of you that keeps coming back here. And each time you come to schoolroom earth, you get to have a different ego mm. and that ego learns and learns. And so it becomes part of a, often a, a bigger personality. When you want to connect with angels or fairies or gnomes or tree angels or sea nymphs, any kind of variety of angelic being, 
you first have to be connected to your own soul. Otherwise, your ego is out there on a limb all by itself, feeling desperate and lonely and disconnected. So it's very easy. You just say, okay, I surrender to my soul. I surrender to the joy of my soul, to the love of my soul, the energy of my soul. I surrender. From that place, and you can skip that step, you can skip it, but it does make it easier. So mm -hmm. you just say, okay, angels, show me that you are helping me. Mm -hmm. Now, I can tell you that the 12 archangels are not controllable. They do not appreciate being bossed around. They gave you that pop in your, in your wall um, because they love you and they trust you and they really wanted to make a point so that was the pop they were making a point yes they just don't like to be controlled because they yes. cannot be their their love is so great that if they have an ego say you know if you're real i want you to manifest um 10 million dollars and have it delivered on my doorstep mm. and it doesn't happen mm. then the ego says see you're not real right the angels work by a set of divine laws that says, I can only support you in receiving from source, meaning the energy that's going to materialize as you need it in ways that are for your greatest good and highest joy. Mm. Yes. So to have $10 million appear on your doorstep, the first thing that's going to trigger is great fear and paranoia and the angels know that so there's lots of of ways that infinite number of ways that they work with us all the time what belinda the human mm -hmm. being recommends is that first of all you understand the 12 archangels are omnipresent they are always around and they want to help us to evolve Mm. evolution means to grow in our happiness to mm. grow in our health and to grow in our well-being and in our awareness mm. if you're willing to do that if you're willing to fall in love with yourself and be as an innocent open-minded vulnerable child mm. you're going to feel the 12 archangels and you're going to experience Miracles, those miracles are actually coming from your own soul to you. The 12 archangels mm -hmm. are just helping the doors to open, the pipelines to get unclogged and look out, here it comes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. And I also appreciate uh, the grace of the angels being willing to just say, yes, we exist. And this is, we're sharing this for the evolution of your journey. Um, because I, I didn't know it, it felt so abstract as I know so many are experiencing right now. And, but I was so sincere and wanting to break free from what I would call like the panic matrix on the global and <laughs> on the interior. And, uh, and that was the beginning of uh, cultivating uh, a much more beautiful connection. Can you hear me? I can. I, I put pause for a second, but my editor will pick that up. I knew that you were coughing. I'll give you a moment. 
what was I grieving about was your question? <laughs> because Michelle, when I cough like this, it's because the person I'm speaking with <coughs> is grieving. Mm. Something the angels have said <coughs> have triggered some grief. My apology, I can't control it. No apologies. I thank you for being willing to be the vessel. Wow, what service. For clarity was the question, what am I currently grieving or what was I grieving when I asked if they exist, please show me. They say all of it. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> uh, grieving, <clears throat> a loss of identity, politically, spiritually, professionally, um, physically, geographically, uh, financially. Uh, all of that was uh, in what I can only refer to as a bit of a deconstruction in 2021. There's a lot of emotion coming through right now because I'm also scared. Scared that speaking about spirituality and non-tangible types of coaching services that I'm not known for at all. It's like, will I be able to make it on my own? And I'm being really honest here. And there is this beautiful paradox that I've been living for these past six months, which is so in tune with nature and the angels and just incredible. And at the same time, having these super visceral moments of grieving what once was that was all picture perfect and looked fancy and successful. And I can't even relate to that anymore. But yet at the same time, I'm in this paradox of how do I move forward and share what I want to share without it being about me, leading about me. And I'm just in this interesting space of not knowing how to do that, grieving what once was, stepping into as much unknown and trust and surrender as I know how. And just grieving, yes, what felt like it was safe and secure, but when my eyes were opened and my heart was opened, it never was. And so, does that answer your question on some, some level? So my dear, what they say is that you have abandoned a part of yourself and she doesn't want to be abandoned. She's so intelligent and creative and able. So what they, what they ask for you to hear is bring her back in because <clears throat> she's a good receiver. She knows how to um, receive from the universe it, it, to make your living, to earn a livelihood. Yeah. And that you're going to be like an archangel. You're going to build a bridge between being spiritually awake and being very invested in one's ego identity. The evolution of mm -hmm. ego, when ego, ego just means that you've, you've fallen into fear. You're allowing fear to be the boss. But when you take that ego, which is your identity, and you fill it with love, mm 
and you let it resonate with your heart and your soul, it becomes your true personality, your mm. true identity. Mm. So don't abandon that Michelle of the past. Welcome mm. her to come forward. Mm. Welcome her to speak through you and to teach through you because you are here mm. to help human beings understand really the power of love and that it does work on the material plane it's not about it's not about so i have to they have to they always talk in examples so forgive me they're like okay so you were a shoe salesman they're not yeah. saying this is for you they're using an example so you were the shoe salesman and you sold the best designer shoes, the most beautiful shoes on the planet. And now you're like, okay, <clears throat> I have found Jesus. I've found Buddha. I've found the universe. I've found oneness. I've found source. Who needs those shoes? I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to walk in those shoes anymore. I don't want to sell those shoes anymore. Mm. what the angels teach us those are beautiful shoes mm. and those shoes continue to bring a lot of people joy mm. why don't you consider instead of throwing out all the shoes saying you know <clears throat> I have some beautiful shoes <gasps> this is a big yes so guys she's going to get some water and when the coughs come up like this it's because it's a really important message that's moving through so i'm going to let the recording continue i've seen this happen and heard this happen in some of her private trainings and on other conversations so i'm going to give her the grace and gratitude by the way for being the physical vessel to bring us a really important message that happens to also be a personal one for me. And I'm grateful. <sighs> wow, this really must be a big one. Ah, this is a profound moment right now and, um, and I'm really receiving and really present. Thank you, Belinda. I just let the recording go and thank you for moving that through. and. Whatever needs to be shared. Unmute yourself, love. There we go. I wish I could stop the cough, um, but I'm no. not in control of it. It's a way that um, my body says this beautiful being mm -hmm. has great, deep grief that's probably older than this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, mm -hmm. ah, that's what it is. This is mm. something that you have repeated before. Mm. So back to our shoe story. What the angels say is, respect those shoes. They are beautiful. They are part of the earth. Mm. Archangel Gaia helped to make those shoes. Mm. And so instead of tossing out the shoes and selling the shoes, you don't have to do anything that doesn't make you happy. But if you happen to still respect the, those shoes, you add to the shoes and you say, no, human being, 
I see that you love those pair of shoes. Now I'm going to teach you how to really walk in happiness wearing those beautiful shoes. You are here to be a happiness coach, to help others to rise up from wherever they are. And so many human beings have nothing. And many human beings have so much they don't know what to even do with it all. You're here to help those that have so much they don't know what to do with it all. But they're miserable. Mm -hmm. They're not happy. Mm -hmm. They have ego, they have identity, they have stuff, they have lots of shoes. (laughs) Yes, this is my community. (laughs) And they're really afraid, Michelle, that if they take the path that you have taken, that spirit and the 12 archangels and the guardian angels are going to say, you have to give it all up. Mm. That's not what heaven says that's not what guides say Mm. they say if it's not making you happy Mm -hmm. and you think it makes you happy you will lose it so that you discover what truly makes you happy and then if you're missing those fine shoes or the big house or whatever it is it will be returned to you Mm. Very soon, I'm going to start to um, channel the symbolic language of the of the book of Job in the big old Bible, and it's all there. So that you know, it's an amazing story. And when you understand symbolic language and the symbolic language of one's life, you go, "Oh, I get it." So the message from the angels for you is no more suffering. But the reason you're suffering is because you took such an important part of yourself and you threw her away. Mm. No, my dear, bring her back. She has so much to share. Mm. And all of that material abundance, especially that they don't want you to be distracted, but they don't want you to be suffering and worrying about money That's not what's going to help you. (laughs) What's going to help you is to be the delightful being that you have always been. So it's about Mm. self-acceptance. And that means that a big part of your teaching is to really practice, and that's why you're doing it, Mm. really practice accepting all parts of ourselves. Mm -hmm. embracing them Mm. learning from them Mm. you weren't the the excuse me successful ego personality out in the world for not that was part of your journey Mm. but not just to say oh who needs that no you do need her yes Thank you, angels. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you, Belinda, for channeling that. That was intense. (laughs) Oh, I just love you. Um, How interesting for me, if I may just recap what I think I understood for clarity in case I didn't, and anyone who's following along that resonates. Um, 
coming in with deep grief that's lifetimes um, and important for this journey. Um, and now looking at what I've been going through this past year that so many of us are in our awakening and letting go of all of the other modalities like the alcohol and the excess eating and all the things that kept me more in my fear, right? Uh, because I was just numbing out all that wanted to be healed and loved on. Um, and so to then bridge that past life into current reality of sharing more joy and embracing everything and being with anything that shows up and not discarding the past, but loving the past, forgiving, appreciating, and almost like integrating that with who I am today so that I can be literally fully embodied in the holistic realm without trying to make it into some identity that I don't even know what that looks like. Like, how do I, would I dress? What would my website look like? You know what I mean? Like just being me, honestly, authentically, without discarding the past, knowing that the path I'm on is, 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 a, is, is the right path for my journey of my ego, of my soul. And is that, I'll stop there. Is that, is that, is that the right way to reflect? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And to just to accept that the grief comes from disrespecting yourself and rejecting yourself, which mm. so many human beings do. Mm. That's what causes often, not always, but the, the need for numbing or avoidance, really, just to, to avoid oneself. Mm. And yes. you trust where your feet are taking you and wear whatever shoes fit your mood in the, of the moment. Nicely done. Nicely done, angels or Belinda. Brought it full circle with the shoe analogy. I just love it. Do you know, I want to share something with you just about a week ago, because these days, like how do you even like, you know, have an Instagram bio, right? Like to, to define the totality of something that I haven't known even how to understand fully. Um, but as I share that honestly, and I just tell the truth about not having it figured out at all on this podcast, we've grown 500% just in the past few months. So there is something that is resonating, right? Of just, ah, oh, yeah, okay, I don't have to have it figured out either. But as I was looking at my website about a week ago, the words literally came, embrace everything on the homepage. Embrace everything and awaken your highest self. Don't even know necessarily what highest self means, but it's like what we're talking about here. What the 12 archangels would say, what they do say, is that what you just described is so very much the ego's struggle. Mm. And they ask that you consider this. Invite your highest self, which is your soul, to awaken you. <laughs> invite your highest self to take care of you mm. to lift you up when you fall down into fear mm. that's what angels love to do mm. that's what angels love to do and then they teach us that this is the power of love love is the greatest power in the universe mm. and we're here on schoolroom earth we get to have an ego that falls down into fear 
it falls into separation it falls into believing money's going to solve all the problems and then you get all the money and you realize i still have the problems mm. it doesn't mean you can't have the the financial wealth if that's going to benefit you again if you have too much and it's distracting then you may need to go through a lesson there but if we can remember the higher self the soul is not trying to take away from us anything that gives us happiness yes the higher self meaning the soul that has created the ego to learn to go through schoolroom earth to deal with the grief that hasn't been dealt with that purpose is all based on taking that ego into greater happiness mm. and helping that ego to evolve because that is how the soul is expressing itself mm. so michelle just a little tweak invite your higher self your soul to awaken you every moment mm. by bringing in more love more kindness for you more mm. gentleness for you mm. let's take the pressure off mm. you've been you. called to this job mm. it's not necessarily what you wanted it came <laughs> it snuck up behind you it said no. guess what it's time <sighs> so for your ego to have some grief around that for your ego to be confused and floundering that's perfectly normal and it's part of your journey. Hmm. You know, when I was a biologist, I know that was a long time ago, 30 years ago. And I had 12 archangels draft me into service. I was like, holy cow, I've lost my marbles. Everybody's going to think I'm a Fruit Loop. How the <laughs> heck am I going to do this? Yeah, and it. it was really, yeah. you know, it was terrifying. But the one thing I can say is that the, the angels they made me laugh and they kept just showing up and saying we're going to do the next step and the next step and the next step and that's what ego really needs mm. that's what every ego needs yes because we we the angels say your ego is the size of a green garden pea in that great big brain of yours but you look through everything you know through that very tiny hole mm -hmm. perspective a very tiny perspective. You can't see the big picture. So instead of trying to see the big picture and get completely blown out and confused by it, ask for the next step. Mm. Just the next step and the next step and the next step. Baby steps are giant steps. Mm -hmm. They really are. Mm. I'm so, so glad that you brought up when you had your you know, calling. And I believe that was in your Saturn return. So fairly young, but still you were on your path. You were a scientist working in a, in a lab. And, uh, and then Archangel Gabriel came a calling. Uh, how was that for you? That period of time of like, okay, I'm going to answer, but everyone will think I'm a fruit loop. And the reason I ask is because I know that so many people are waking up to something that's pulling them forward, including myself. And it's, it is scary, and especially around what will others think. So how did you navigate that? I know you just said one step at a time, but just 
What did you say to yourself from Belinda point of view to get you through that period where then you could just own it? So the, the angels really did teach me everything. They didn't want me to read other people's material at that time because they wanted it to be authentic and to come through directly. So here's all you need to do. You fill up with unconditional acceptance from the divine feminine, from the divine mother of the great universe, unconditional acceptance of yourself. <laughs> and it comes in vibrationally. It's often in a beautiful pink or ruby color of the of the root chakra, because that's the chakra that gives us security, emotional security, financial security, physical safety. Mm. So be in a ruby blanket of energy. Thank the Divine Mother for filling you up with her love and filling you with overflowing acceptance of yourself, unconditional acceptance. Yes, yes. And then what happens, because this is the way Schoolroom Earth works, there's a divine law, as above, heaven, so below, earth, as within, so without. When you bring in self-acceptance, it comes in at the vibration of heaven. Mm. It's coming mm. from the divine mother. And when you have self-acceptance energetically flowing through you, even though you've got your ego going, wah, 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 the energy, the vibration is more powerful. And people start to walk up to you and say, tell me more. Tell me yeah. more, Michelle. Yeah. Mm. And that's so that's oh, how it works. Mm, I didn't beautiful. You. No, I, I thought you, we, you were complete and you were. Thank you for that. Um, I've experienced some of that when I'm really embodying that divine feminine flow energy. Um, and I'm in that total acceptance. I'm not always there. In fact, whew, some days I'm really embodied and other days I'm like, what happened? But this is the work and this is the invitation to come back as often as I am willing to remember and why we have these kinds of conversations. I have a couple of questions just from a personal point of view that we've been talking about here on this show. And I don't know if this will be probably an archangel question if, if, they, if they have a, an interpretive answer. Um, sovereignty. We talk about sovereignty. And I know I asked you before I hit recording, you said, well, the angels would like to know what is your interpretation of it? And I said, well, my understanding so far is this embodiment when we're present and conscious of our own divine personal power um, to live our divine purpose. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like that we're the authority. And I don't mean that from an egoic point of view. And I realize it can easily seem that way, but we're aligned with divine consciousness, divine love, mother, father, God, and also trust energy, which is a big thing that you're talking about a lot lately. I love your program on aligning with the energy of trust. Highly recommend it. And I'll leave a link for anyone who feels called. Anyway, but because the term sovereignty is a big buzzword that is out there a lot, and because we talk about it here a lot, I thought I would take a moment just to see, is there an interpretation and or even a blessing around that term? Or could it cause more disconnection? and separation from the truth of who we are. Our response is the divine oneness. 
is sovereign with divine oneness. Mm. And that you, beautiful human beings, can never leave divine oneness. Mm. Is it true that you can plug in and connect with everything that you need, everything that you could possibly want? Absolutely, this is true. So you have sovereignty in the sense that you are creator. You are a child of the creator. You are one with creator, which means the great universe. And yet this is what we recommend. We recommend to be cautious with the word and the energy and the vibration of sovereignty. Mm -hmm. Because we ask for you to consider being absolutely 100% of your time being dependent. Now, before you hang up on us, we have something to say about this. When you allow ego to be fully dependent on your higher self, which is your divine feminine, divine masculine, divine child, and the divine nature angel that gives you your physical body, when you allow your humanity to become fully dependent on your divinity, then you have sovereignty. We are the 12 archangels encouraging you to let it go. Thank you, angels. So to let the term sovereignty go? What they are saying is to let the control go, to mm -hmm. let the pressure go, yeah. to let the questioning go. <laughs> right? They encourage us to be like a child that is yeah. working for Oh, one of my absolute favorite chapters and, and, and messages from your book, Lessons from the 12 Archangels, is uh, around happy childhood and knowing that we can embody that with wonder and awe, no matter what our age is on schoolroom earth. And that's what you represent so beautifully all the time. And every time I see your smile, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how it really can be. That's how it's supposed to be. Thank you for that. I have another question that we also talk about a lot here on Fire and Soul. And I'm just curious, are you and or the Archangels familiar with something known as plant medicine or ayahuasca? And if so, is there anything to be shared about that as many more people that I know or and aware of are beginning to want to heal some of the suffering um, and the fear with other modalities and are going into like psychotropic type medicines, plant medicines. We definitely have our perspective on ayahuasca. As mm. you are well aware, it is an ancient medicine that the wisest shamans will tell you some need once. Rarely do any healers that are wise and plugging into their wisdom want to make the choice to take it twice. Mm. Ayahuasca is an awakener. 
but there are other ways to awaken. Ayahuasca can be violent for some. And we just ask that you just, you humor the 12 archangels. We are not into suffering of any kind or sort. We can say to you, just connect with the nature angel that is known as ayahuasca. If you would like to experience it and ask the nature angel to awaken the parts of your feminine, creative, intuitive, spiritual brain, that bigger part of your brain, gently, without making you throw up, without making you confused. You see, there are other ways. So we are not in any way telling anyone what to do or what not to do. But it is our response to you or our responsibility to say, you will outgrow ayahuasca because it has a particular vibration that is still of the earth. Mm. And it is of the earth in the sense you can know this by its, the reaction it can create. There is fear there. Hmm. There is force there. So if you feel, if you know, if you hear that you are a shaman, you are hmm. a transformer, you are a lifter up, you are a consciousness bringer, a spiritual illuminator, hmm. go lightly with the actual plant medicine of ayahuasca for you will out-evolve it. Mm. The nature angel can remain your friend. We feel that those of you who have taken this medicine, that you understand. And even if you do take ayahuasca, there are many initiations to your awakening that truly begin with just connect with your heart through your own inner child. This is your divine self who can take you into the past, into past lives, who can help you know what makes you happy human being, mm -hmm. what connects you to your divinity. We feel we have likely said enough we do not mean to cause any disrespect or offense, but we do have our perspective. We thank you. Mm. Thank you. Ah, thank you, angels. Thank you, Belinda. Yeah. Uh, well, now I have to ask if there's an if there is an answer for me. I have tried it in two different trips, but six times in total. It brings up a lot of fear and a lot of beauty and expansiveness. And I'm right now really in this quandary of, will I try it again? Do I need to? Actually, I already have the answer. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. I'm very clear. And welcome in the beauty. Welcome yeah. in the expansion. Yeah. But say yeah. no to the fear. Say no to the yeah. fear. <laughs> Yes, this has been such a beautiful conversation. I had so many questions for you that I was just, you know, spent so much time preparing on, but 
it ended up being just such a beautiful, deeply connected and honestly healing conversation that I know benefited me personally. So I'm like, wow, didn't expect that. But I also know uh, that if I'm bringing this, you know, beautiful conversation to my community through you and the archangels, that it was, that it was supposed to land and will land exactly where it needs to on those who might not have known they needed it either. So there is that. Is there anything the archangels would like to be asked before we close that feels important to share in this moment? Beautiful human beings, know that as you step into your own wisdom that flows from your soul, from source, from the central sun into your consciousness, that what is most important for you to know is you cannot fail. This is not a school where you can fail a course. There are tutors and helpers and teachers all around you, guiding you to receive even more. Mm. This is a time on Schoolroom Earth where human beings need to remember that Mother, Father, God has everything you desire. Mm. Ask. Mm -hmm. Ask and be patient, for you will receive what you have asked for or something even better. Surrender the will of your ego by mm. just saying, soul, you show me. I want the very best. Mm. I want to experience my greatest happiness. This is really the wisest prayer that you can send to creator. We thank you for your courage. We truly, truly thank you for your courage. Mm -hmm. Blessings and eternal love. Thank you. Thank you, angels. Thank you, Belinda. That was beautiful. Is there anything that you would like me to ask Belinda or that Belinda would like to share before we wrap? Anything that's coming up that's exciting that maybe my community should know about? Recently, I started the 12 Archangels Community Membership, mm -hmm. and it is um, $22 a month or mm -hmm. and two months free if you sign up for a year. But here's the thing, if you sign up, the first two weeks are free and just signing up right in this membership, I have put um, some very awesome courses, a bundle of four courses that are audio on how you work with the angels, healing with the angels, daily life, help with the angels. And look, you are my guests. You can download them. If you don't wow. want to be in the membership, you still have the downloads and, mm -hmm. and you, you can just go on your way. Each month I channel two new, uh, I call them illuminating lessons from the 12 archangels and, mm -hmm. and also um, two new uh, deepest healing meditations. We like to give a lot, Belinda and the yeah. angels. So yeah. that's my, um, what I would just ask people to consider, ask their hearts about, because you, you really can't lose 
And there's yeah. so much that you can receive, even if you decide mm, it's not for you. You've still been bathed in, in the 12 archangels love. I would say it's more of a saturation, actually. <laughs> yes. And did I read it correctly that when someone joins at any given point, they get access to all the previous messages and meditations? Yes. Yeah, 104 of them. And I was like, more than, more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I will be joining because I did not anticipate. I knew I loved you and the angels flowing through you, but I didn't know that I would feel such a strong connection to that. There's wisdom for me that my heart is responding to. So I'll be joining. I would love to see all and anyone who feels called and aligned to join me in there. Um, you all know I get nothing out of this. This is because we want everyone to just, just be bathed and saturated in this undiluted love that is the truth of who we are. So thank you so much for your time. And I also just want to say thank you to your publicist, Eileen Dune, um, who's an incredible soul and made this happen. And my friend, um, Ashley Goner, you had your guest on her show and you were already on my list since in October of my dream guest. And she knew what my list was. And she was like, Belinda, well, not let me connect you to. And I was like, wow. So this is beautiful. So I just want to thank your whole team, everyone working on your behalf in the world of that realm. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing the angelic messages and, and your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.